0: tuned to do a very special episode of the comics pals i'm pete here with kale and we're going to be doing a review discussion about kong skull island
1: phil's not here so the jokes are gonna suck
0: <laughs> no no people like us right i i feel like you and me are are the only ones who no one has ever said that we're their favorite right
1: i but people like us, right? Like
0: I hope so. I mean, if not, this video is gonna bomb. Got oh, all right, man. two least popular pals teaming up. Let's do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'll it'll bomb like the American Godzilla.
0: Yes, topical segues. All right, so yeah, like we uh, mentioned at the uh, top of the show, we're here to discuss Kong Skull Island. Uh, both Kale and I saw it over the weekend and uh, are both big. Fans of uh, kaiju films, monster movies in general. So um, we talked about it a little bit. How we wanted to have like a review discussion on the show last week. So we decided we would just do it, see how it went, and if you guys like it, you know maybe we could do uh, more movie reviews like this if you guys are into them. Um, so I wanted to kind of start it off similar to the way we do a review on the main show, where we'll give our spoiler-free thoughts on the movie, and then we'll give you a chance to dip out if you haven't seen it. Then you can come back for the spoiler full discussion, and we'll give our complete thoughts on uh, on Kong. So uh, do you want to kick it off on like what you're i know you were like really high on this movie
1: yeah yeah yeah. so i saw it yesterday uh, afternoon um and man that movie was just action sequence after action sequence there was one point i had to get up and go to the bathroom and i was like well i'm gonna miss something yeah so, something cool is gonna
0: happen <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um, especially
0: i mean like the the characters and the dialogue was like pretty thin for the most part so it was like
1: but yeah, there was but, a lot of action. But at the same time, what dialogue and characterization there was was good. It, it was it was really good. Like it. Well, it, yeah,
0: and like when I say that, I mean like I feel like that comes off as a criticism in in any other movie, but for a kaiju movie, that's actually the exact balance you want. We got yeah. just enough character for these characters to be like identifiable, but you know, like they weren't taking away attention from King Kong.
1: Yeah, which is who we're there to see. Something that like,
0: the Godzilla movie sure as hell didn't seem to realize. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, that's that's that was one thing I was really pumped about this movie was, like, it realized that I wasn't there to watch Tom Hiddleston. You know, I, I was there to see God, King Kong beat the crap out of everything. God, God, yeah. everything.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And, like, that being said, though, like, Tom Hiddleston was a way better... Um, focal point kind of like generic white guy action hero then um forgive me i I love the actor i can't think of his name but the guy who plays kick ass and quicksilver um was in godzilla because it was like that was the plot it was like him and his dad and his wife and his kid and it's like i don't care yeah Yeah. i don't care
1: and yeah and that guy couldn't stay awake for longer than 10 minutes because he like somehow survived everything it was because he got knocked out it was dumb i i do not like that movie
0: and uh yeah i like i like about 20 minutes of that movie yeah and like this this movie had definitely fixed the vast majority of those problems
1: yeah yeah um i i think i could write i i I think i would could and would maybe like to write a phd paper on (laughs) on kong's fascination with blonde women (laughs) <laughs> I saw I saw one of those like BuzzFeed listicle things. Yeah, it was like, you know, the the fifth fift, like the the blonde women of Kong or whatever. And it sure, showed sure. all the actresses and everything and I was like, "But why?" That's really interesting.
0: It is a very strange personality quirk. That was the thing though. I the way that they played that off in this movie I thought was pretty good. Um it was like a lot less creepy i guess
1: yeah it wasn't like a, a weird love thing
0: yeah it was definitely pretty toned down in that regard yeah. so um and yeah just in general like the whole cast was really good uh samuel L. jackson did a great job as captain ahab um <laughs> yeah
1: solid reference
0: um Oh my God! We were just talking about her, and her name's escaping me. Um, Bree Larson. Bree Larson. Yeah. Bree Larson. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Bree Larson is. I I really like Brie Larson in general. Like I I just find her to be a really appealing leading lady. And like it was another example of just like she didn't have much, but she was good for what she what she did.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen her in much, but yeah. For for this, like, she worked with what she had, and and she did really well.
0: Yeah, and, like, I mean, again, like, her character's very thinly written, and mm-hmm. the fact that, like, she had a memorable performance says a lot about how, how well the cast worked with what they were given, you know? Yeah. Like, this movie's definitely a B-movie with a AAA movie uh, budget.
1: For know? sure, for sure. And that's yeah, awesome. Yeah.
0: Like, that's great. <laughs> uh, but I think, like, the last thing I guess I really want to touch on before we get into, um, like, the spoiler-filled section of the movie is, like, Obviously, the action is great. I think we've we've gotten that across. But uh, I think the standout thing for me that I wasn't expecting was John C. Riley's performance. Oh, John C. Riley is by, such
1: a scene stealer. By far, my favorite character in that movie. Like, and, like I, he's actually a character. Like if they if they had made this movie about him, I, I, I would have been sold 100. percent
0: and it's, like, he he works so well because, like, he's the only character that really has a story. Like, he has relationships that are established, and, like, mm-hmm. they're not well-defined, but, like, you get enough of them to feel for the character. Yeah. He's very, obviously, John C. is very funny. I think, like, um, my favorite film critic uh, in his review of Kong called him one of the great character actors of our time. Sure. And I definitely, I would agree yeah. with that. And, like, yeah. he nails it. You know? It's, like, he's, he, just every scene that he's in, your eyes are on him yeah you know, like waiting for what's next so um i i def- definitely just wanted to give him a specific shout out um any other final thoughts before we move on to the spoiler filled discussion
1: um no no i don't think i yeah. can i don't yeah i don't think there's a point
0: i think like for me as as far as like as far as these movies are concerned it's it's pretty much as good as they get you know like they are so they're it but it's, yeah so it's far really strong
1: uh, the yeah, the so there are quotes, you know, of reviews saying that this is uh Jurassic Park meets Apocalypse Now, and that's spot on.
0: Oh my god, yeah, it's actually really funny because uh, I went to go see the movie um, the night it came out with uh, my co host over on the Slack cast, uh, my buddy Andy, and um, at, like he leaned over to me during the movie and was like, it's re- it's like pretty hilarious how often this movie tries to be Jurassic Park, and then at the end, he's just like, so that was Jurassic Park meets Apocalypse Now, but yeah, yeah. I didn't hate it at yeah. all. Like that was that's not a bad way to make a King Kong yeah. movie. It was it was
1: <laughs> Forrest Gump meets you know the Vietnam section of Forrest Gump meets Godzilla. Like
0: yeah uh and th- that actually uh the whole vietnam thing like that 70s framing of it is very cool i i like that as I- i'm glad that was what they chose to do that aesthetic i think really worked for what yeah. they were dealing with and not having to deal with the trappings of like technology and stuff like that and having it be feasible that they would be separated and not be able to communicate and yeah you know yeah. and not have to be like oh we don't have signals or what it was just like no there's just we don't have phones
1: yeah like i was gonna say that came up once uh, yeah,
0: and you don't you don't even have to think about it, you know. Like yeah. it's just like, no, this is what happened. We weren't prepared for this. We're fucked, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's great. Like that setup is totally good. The only thing that bothered me is I thought that like a lot. I've seen a lot of people praising the movie soundtrack, and it has a lot of really good '70s rock songs, but like they're overused. Like I think I think it leans on the music for like there are a lot of scene transitions, and every single one is met by a musical number, and it's just like. Cut music. Cut music. Cut music. And it's like, uh, all right, like we don't need that that much of it. I I don't think. Uh,
1: yeah, there are I three don't. Three
0: different scenes where we see army guys with a boombox playing a song from the seventies.
1: I for me, that was sort of just one of the things that made this uh particular you know battalion unique. Uh, you know, like when they pack away the boombox and the and the tapes and everything, like. You know, at at one specific point in the film I, I thought to myself, Oh yeah, that's this guy's job. Like, you know, mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm. is designated to do that. And and to me that that is really unique and I, I it didn't bother me as much as it sounds like it bothered you. Um there was one point where I was like, Okay, I get it. Uh, but I think that was also the point where John C. Riley commented on it. And he yeah, was like, he's like oh, yeah, what like, is this? Whatever
0: happened to Benny Goodman? Yeah, yeah, It's like, nah, man, this is the new sound. And it's like, they're playing Bowie. That's cool, yeah. Um, so I think we're starting a venture into spoiler that was, yeah, territory. Yeah, it was a little
1: spoilery, so, so let's, let's get into it. We'll,
0: yeah, so we'll, we'll move over. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, definitely go check it out. Um, And if you want to, you know, tag out now, come back after you've seen the movie and, and hear the rest of our discussion, please do. Uh, and you know, if you are going to go and you don't plan on coming back, thanks for joining us and, uh, make sure to tune in next week for another episode, another episode of the comics pals. Excuse me. Usually Sean does this. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. So, um, moving over to the spoiler section. Um, I would love to jump ahead to the very end if you don't mind and just get that out of the way. I'm down.
1: Yeah. I'm a hundred percent down.
0: So the movie ends, right? Everybody starts pouring out of the theater. And I didn't get up, you know, I, and my, my, my buddy Andy's like, you think there's going to be a post credit scene? And I was like, no, but it's a blockbuster and I wouldn't put it past them. So I'm going to sit here until it's over.
1: I like, you had sort of mentioned that. I, I
0: teased it for you because I didn't want you to leave before you saw it.
1: But see, I, I honestly, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, I don't know. I'm just going to hang out. Like, I kind of want to see this through. Like I, but uh, yeah, like I didn't even think, oh yeah, there's a post credit scene. I better stick around. I was just like. I kind of want to sit here. Like.
0: Yeah, and just drink it in. Um, but so, yeah, so Andy and I are sitting there talking, and, you know, we're watching the credits roll, and the first big pop for us was at the very end, they had the copyright information.
1: Yeah. So it was Godzilla, yeah, yeah.
0: Mothra, King Ghidara, and uh, I think they also had Rodan, uh, yeah, are all, they did. Are all they trademarks did. Yeah. of, um, what is it, Hana? Hano? I can't remember the name of the, the Japanese uh film company that or is it Tojo? I'm gonna look this up real quick. Um but anyway, so it, it I think it's Toho. That it showed that like, oh these are all copyrighted um you know properties of this company and I was just like, oh man, like they yeah. wouldn't have that unless we were seeing these
1: characters. I saw that and I immediately remembered what you said and I went, Oh my god I turned I turned to Jess and I started slapping her on the shoulder and I was like, They're gonna do it, they're gonna do it it's like yep
0: yeah we're... okay it's Toho it was Toho um is is the the parent company that owns uh the Godzilla and related movie monsters um so yeah uh so that obviously got me really excited and then it cuts to black and I was like okay it's over and then we hear Tom Hiddleston's voice in a great joke mind you and I literally just like I like grabbed Andy's arm and i was like oh my god look there's yeah, yeah. one <laughs> and then so, you know, there's there's some good little back and forth between him and Brie Larson. It's fun and everything. And then we get the cut to show that Godzilla is going to fight King Ghidara in the next movie. Like, definitely. So that's fucking awesome. Um, That is obviously very exciting. Uh, King Ghidara is probably, you know, his most beloved, Uh, I would say, antagonist. You know, definitely his most used, I think. Um and uh that's just going to be fun as hell to see. And the I, the fact that we've already seen like we got a teaser for Mothra in the first movie. Um there was like a sticker that said Mothra on like a computer randomly. Uh and then the fact that we also got this nod here makes me really think that like maybe Mothra shows up in that movie and helps him fight uh Ghidara. Like that'd oh, be awesome. Uh,
1: let me clarify. Uh you mean Ghidara is Godzilla's most frequent uh
0: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. antagonist. Yeah, I didn't mean Kong. Obviously, I meant uh, Godzilla. Um, yeah, because at the end, the end credit scene is uh, we see um, a, like a cave image kind of thing of Godzilla fighting Ghidara. So yeah. that's yeah clearly in the next Godzilla King of Monsters is is the next Godzilla American Godzilla movie that seems to be the the pairing we're gonna see, um, which is awesome. So and I, I'm Mothra is my favorite. So I'm really hype about the idea of of get a Mothra movie, or even just Mothra getting a cameo in in King of Monsters.
1: Yeah, yeah, I want to see Mecha Godzilla. I'm all about I'm all about that robot Godzilla.
0: Dude, I am so hype. I when uh, when we're done doing this, I have to go write in my article for CBR this week. Um, the the one I'm working on right now is the 15 kaiju I want to see show up in this universe after Ooh, Kong. Sick. So I, I can't wait. Like I was like doing a bunch of kaiju research the other night, yeah. and I was just like, "God, me and Kale, like we need a show just about us watching monster movies." Like,
1: let's make that happen. The monster <laughs> dude, pals,
0: dude. Like we could totally the kaiju pals. Like yeah, we'll yeah, just, yeah. we can watch. There's like 40 Godzilla movies. We, oh, can, yeah.
1: totally
0: do we can totally uh, we get some mileage out of that. I think. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. To like wind it back. Um. Uh. Some other really great moments for me like i really like john goodman's character what little we got of him yeah yeah i was sad he had to die i get it <laughs> but yeah you know we yeah. needed
1: some cannon fodder um yeah so one thing i kind of wanted to talk about was like uh the the kong graveyard yeah uh it yeah. was like all the you know all the kongs that had come before kong and uh i thought i thought that like it's not it's not like a it's not necessarily a commentary like they're not connecting all the the you know kong movies into one thread or anything but it's a it's a real interesting way to show that you know the movie is sort in in its own way acknowledging the king kongs that have come before
0: yeah that there have been other kong yeah Yeah. you know that like that this kong is the modern kong and that like Maybe, you know maybe the other ones do exist at some capacity yeah. like obviously not the quintessential I think iconic King Kong uh, from the original movie but that is also like if you know anything about Kaiju flicks like that King Kong is not the same King Kong that like Fal Godzilla yeah. you know the original King Kong who climbed the Empire State Building was 18 feet tall yeah and the regular King Kong the one we have now is like 150 or something like yeah, that yeah you yeah, know? yeah so obviously much different creatures but uh yeah, like, I thought that was a cool nod. And, um, I, I, that's the kind of thing that I, I think is going to be interesting, is, like, how we see more world building in this way. Like, if these movies are successful, are they really going to be able to expand this out and give us some of the other deeper cut kaiju? And, you know, like, because, like, I feel like we got nods to some other ones in this movie. Like, the giant spider, um, mm. there's a giant, uh, what was it? I think it's a spiga, or spiga in English, and it's, like, something with a K in Japanese, but um, was, like, very reminiscent of that, you know? Mm. And, like, I wonder, are we going to get the opportunity for some of the more deep... Like, are we going to get a Mothra movie or a Rodan movie? Or, you know, are we going to see Anguirus and stuff like that? Like, are we going to see those... Other, like, they were popular in their heyday, but, like, they don't have the same cultural resonance as Godzilla and King Kong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're, like, the the Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern equivalents of mm. that universe, you know? It's like, yeah, like, Rodan's badass, but, like, does anyone who doesn't care about monster movies know who Rodan is? Maybe, Probably not.
1: Maybe we'll get a CW teen drama about Rodan and...
0: <laughs> Rodan has sex with his gym teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, I don't know. Got, a, he's cool. got a
1: hip cool leather costume. <laughs> and abs. Abs for days.
0: Sick abs. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think the one other spoiler ific thing that really comes to mind that I wanted to point out was um Specifically, I I really loved um, that one super tacky and cheesy action scene they had with Tom Hiddleston, where he throws the gas mask on and grabs the samurai sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was like one of those things where like it was so over the top and terrible, but I loved it. You
1: know, like (laughs) but and and so uh, Jess and I were kind of talking about this as the credits were going. How do you think that will age? That. Moment. Yeah. Like, how do you think that's gonna? Yeah. Like, how do you think that's gonna date? Um, because like I like I like I watched it and I was like, this is awesome. This looks great. Um, and she made the point that I mean, that's what they thought in 1939
0: too. Right. Yeah. But I mean, by that logic, everything in this movie will be that way.
1: That's yeah. You know,
0: like eventually, this Kong will look antiquated. Yeah. You know, and. And like maybe not, because like I think for every example like that, you also have examples like um, I personally think like you go back and look at like the original Lord of the Rings trilogy and like Schmiegel and like the orcs and the stuff that was practical with digital augmentation and stuff like that. Like that stuff holds up, you know. And yeah. like it's it's yeah. the purely CGI stuff that usually doesn't. So who knows, you know? Yeah. I, I I but you know that's the thing, right? It's like does this movie really need to stand the test of time? You know, it's, like, that old... Those movies look like shit, but we still like them. Yeah, you know? yeah that's Like, true. those movies were 50, 30... Or 30 to 60 years before our time. Yeah. And you and I still have an appreciation for them.
1: Yeah, like, yeah.
0: Obviously, like, you know, I think there's enough substance in this movie as a monster movie, if you like that sort of thing, that it, it will probably be well-remembered mm. Um, for, for a while.
1: Yeah, and if nothing else, for, like the cinematography alone. Um,
0: yeah, like, I mean, like, it's it's just, a, it's a nice movie. It's like, it's, 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 there's a lot of, like, the editing's a little, like I said, I, I think the editing's a little choppy, but I think mm. the movie itself is shot really well. Yeah. And I think its use of CGI is really creative, you know? Like, it, it does a good job of giving us a balance of, like, here's a big set piece fight with Kong. Yeah. And then, like, the scene with the spider that's all about the humans, and it has a much more kind of I don't wanna say simplistic approach, but it's less like, oh wow, look at this CGI and it's more like, look at this from the perspective of these human beings, you know? The yeah. coolest moment in that is the first one where the guy gets stabbed through the throat and then yeah. Yeah, they're all yeah. freaking out and trying to chop the legs down and like that frantic um camera work is really what makes that scene not the CGI. Yeah, like know? we
1: don't even we didn't even see the the top of that monster until it's
0: Like, dead. Dead, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, until, like, they're taking it down, basically. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, you know, it's, like, I definitely think, like, tasteful use of that sort of thing was, like, really, was a good way to um, give us, like, a bunch of different perspectives, but also probably keep the budget down a little bit and, like, be able to focus the money on the really big Kong fights. Yeah. Because there's really only two, but they're great. Like the first time they encounter him, and then his final confrontation with the big bad are both like fucking incredible, man. And the the fight with the big bad is like long.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fifteen minutes. He came, he came back, uh, you know, and like swallows his Kong's hand or whatever. And I went, what?
0: Yeah. Oh, my um, God, that was, like, the best. And then, like, the, the thing where he just, like, literally, like, rips his fucking tongue. Yeah. And, like, you gets, like, parts of his, like, like stomach out. I was like, yeah. oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And especially, like, um, there was that one moment where he catches him by the jaws. And I was like, oh, are they going to do the classic? And he just Two bends his, like, yeah, back yeah. and... And they're like, nope, nope, this thing's way too strong for that. And I was like, oh, cool! Like, and that was the thing I liked too. Like, you know, so there's there's a lot of nice nods to the past without being like, hey, remember, remember the old King Kong? You know, yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. do that. You know, and it's like, no, it's it's not. Like, it's trying to do something new, but it has some reverence for the stuff that's come before. You know? Yeah,
1: and that's and that's one thing John C. Riley says is like, you know, he's had people that have come before, and he's and th- and our Kong is still young and growing. And we yeah. better hope he keeps growing, because he's the good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I like that too. I like the decision to cast him in like kind of an unambiguous light, where it's like, no, Kong is a good guy, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I, they kind of did that for Godzilla too, though, where they're like, Godzilla's a monster. No, wait, it's a protector. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder how they're gonna reconcile them fighting that they've they've portrayed them both as good guys.
1: I honestly, I don't even know if they're gonna be connected. These two movies. Well, there, there,
0: there's a third movie that's Kong versus Godzilla that's planned already.
1: Right. I'm wondering, though, if that Godzilla is going to be like the, you know, the, what was it, 2013 or whatever? 2015.
0: Oh, oh, oh. So you're wondering if the 2014 Godzilla is going to be different than the new Godzilla we're about to see? Yeah.
1: I'm wondering, like, I think that might have just been like a standalone thing and they're going to branch <laughs> off to another. Um,
0: the only reason only reason i know it's not is because uh you know how there's the government organization that john goodman's character monarch, is yeah. the head of monarch uh, monarch that's in godzilla
1: oh is it okay
0: yeah Man. so monarch connects those movies i
1: hope that means that guy's not gonna be in it kick ass
0: yeah i mean like i, I hope so too give me I mean, like, give me more tom hiddleston like that's my one question too though or even
1: like, even uh give me brian cranston let Brian Cranston yeah, redeem dead. his, uh, no, take take Godzilla back to the seventies.
0: Oh you know? yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool actually. Yeah, for um, that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like I'm wondering what they're gonna do because like they the post credit scene made it seem like Tom Hiddleston and. Um, and Brie Larson's characters were gonna come back, and yeah, yeah. I, that doesn't make sense because the Godzilla movies were set in the current day, and King that's, Kong yeah, that's what I'm was set in
1: the 70s. So, make it a yo- I, make it a youngish Brian Cranston, and put the Godzilla, uh, you know, bring bring in Godzilla from an earlier era.
0: That's true. I guess they could just put it that Godzilla 2014 is, like, the latest movie in the timeline that we've seen. Yeah. That, w- that could be a thing they could do. Yeah. And, like, that's the reemergence of these creatures. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. Okay. That could work. They'll figure it out. I, You know, it's like, ultimately, the plot doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Like...
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: and like, they could always give me, like... What? I mean, like, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson's characters are, like, fairly young in that movie. They could give us them as, like adults you know yeah Not adults but you know what i mean old like people. old yeah yeah old people like like o- older adults you know because they're like they're probably like both in their like late 20s you know in the, in the 70s early 30s that maybe point. yeah early 30s so it's like they're probably probably you know like 70s 80s now kind of thing that that could work and they could be like you know like oh you know like, heart- we have information the harbingers like, of
1: doom yeah yeah yeah
0: exactly that could totally work um but yeah i do hope we don't Focus too much more on Kickass and Caitlin Olsen. Ugh. As much as I like them both as actors, but like I don't know, may, maybe they could write Kickass's character in a way where he's like not as annoying because like it really wasn't his fault. Like I think it was like if it was any actor and any character taking up that much time in a Godzilla movie, yeah. I wouldn't like them.
1: Yeah, you know that's like, true.
0: Generic army guy who has a family and whatever, like, and his dad studied Godzilla. Like, I think that's fine as a character, yeah. and he's a good actor. So it's just like, just give me less of him, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like, any other kind of final thoughts? I think I'm kind of wrapping up here.
1: I would, I would just like to say, just as like, a, just to get it out there, uh, Samuel L. Jackson has, like the, you know, like you said, the Captain Ahab, like disgruntled, angry Vietnam vet. Uh, was awesome. Yeah, um, he did a
0: great job at that too. Yeah, I, I like his death was very satisfying. Yeah, you know, like when he finally, I was like, "Good, like fuck you." Yeah, like <laughs> I'm oh, so sick of this oh, guy. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, I liked that uh, the guy who sacrificed himself, Cole, with the grenades. Oh, because yeah. we just seen Logan, and I was like, "Okay, all right," uh, you know, that that's that'll work. That's fine. And then it doesn't.
0: <laughs> oh my god like, yeah that scene and like it's so like they do like the slow like oh like, yeah, this yeah. is so emo-, and then it just knocks them yeah, away yeah. and it's like oh god no no
1: no you don't get this
0: <laughs> there was like oh man like that was another thing There was, those guys, those soldiers were such cannon fodder man Yeah, uh, it was insane that was actually one of my other criticisms of the movie now that I think about it though um, I thought that the soldier characters, like, the movie felt a little bloated to me. Like, I thought, like, we probably could have trimmed a little bit of the setup to the movie. And, like, I liked the little bit of character building and, like, the we're all hanging out, like, Vietnam, you know, USO kind of vibe was, like, that was fun. But, like, we got all that character development for that one uh, soldier with the son and the letter home and, like... That them using the dear Bobby like that was fun. Like that was a cool, um, or maybe it wasn't Bobby, but Billy. you know what I mean. Yeah, Billy, dear Billy, yeah. Uh, that was a a, a good um, reoccurring theme for me. Like I thought that was effective. Yeah. But I thought that his father as a character like was so like needless. You know, like, separating him from the other group yeah. just to give Samuel L. Jackson a reason to push them too far. And, like, like it just felt very flimsy. And, like, giving him the two or three scenes by himself where, like, Kong fights an octopus. And, Kong, you know, like, those were great scenes. Like, I'm glad we got to see Kong fight the octopus. Yeah. Um. But, like, just his whole development as a, like, third faction was, like, it didn't feel like it was enough. You know? Because we only get two scenes with him, and then he's dead. So it's, like okay, like, I feel bad that he doesn't get to go home and see his son or whatever, but, like, did he need to be separate from the whole group for me to feel that way, you
1: know? Um, I I sort of agree with you. I think, I think, ultimately, that was really just a, a tool to get, to push Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and to make, you know, to allow him to push the other soldiers. Uh, Dad ex-Machina. Because, yeah, because it's more, it was more, I think, uh, Jackson need to, needed to convince the other soldiers to, you know, g- he needed to give them a reason right, to follow him, you know, and push, sort of push them over the edge. And it sort of works up until the end. Um,
0: yeah, it's, it's enough to string them along long enough. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I don't know, I sort of agree with you. Um, but I also sort of don't, I guess.
0: That's cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's the, that's really it for me. That's like my major criticisms with it, and like obviously I really like the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought that the, the cast was really surprisingly good, mm-hmm. and like you know, you go to a kaiju movie for the kaiju <sighs> fights, and those are all well executed. So it's kind of like win-win, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not a perfect movie, but it's a damn
1: good one. Uh, I was re- speaking of the cast. I was really excited uh, to see one of my favorite actors, uh, Mark Evan Jackson. He was the the, the blonde uh, scientist. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, he uh, yeah he's he's a very just he does deadpan just so well. Um, yeah, he
0: was uh, he was the lawyer on Parks and Recreation. Um, uh,
1: yeah, I think you're right. Yeah words. yeah, he yeah. Uh, he's um, Captain Holt's husband in Brooklyn Nine Nine. And, yes. Yes. Um, oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. I know him from uh, a podcast I li- I used to listen to called uh, the Thrilling Adventure Hour, and he played uh, a sheriff on Mars, um, and <laughs> nice. Mars is like a Wild West, and oh, it's just the best. So I was pumped to see him, and it-, it was amazing. I loved every second of that.
0: It was so weird, man. Like I recognize like every actor in this movie, like even like the bit players, like the one. Um I think he's Filipino, the one Filipino soldier who makes it to the end of the movie. He's like a supporting character, not even a, really a supporting character. He plays one of the supporting characters' boss on this uh, show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that I watch. I think it's on Fox or ABC, NBC, one of those uh, cable programs. It's a uh, h- hilarious show. Go watch it on Netflix. Um, and he, he plays like one of the main characters' bosses. Right. And he's just like, oh, okay. Like, why are you in this movie? Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah any Any closing thoughts no
1: Kong Skull Island is dope as hell I cannot yeah, wait go see it. I cannot believe this is gonna be a franchise I cannot wait for it
0: yeah don't sleep on it go see it on the big screen yeah uh, it's definitely a movie you want to see in theaters yeah for sure uh, all right, guys, so that wraps up for this very special episode of The Comics Pals. Uh, we're going to – oh, wait, I have to do the spiel. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> if you want to find us on the web, you can find us on social media pretty much anywhere at The Comics Pals on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, you can come there, comment, talk to us about you know stuff you'd like to see. Uh, if you want to let us know you want to see us do more movie reviews, your thoughts on Kong, uh, tell us to stick to comics. Let us know in the comments below. Hit either of us up on Twitter or you know The Comics Pals. Or you can send us an email at thecomicspals at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-C-O-M-I-C-P-A-L-S at gmail.com. Uh, you can send your random questions for the main show, any of those other questions I just said, anything you want to let us know, fan art, hate mail. Um, say that me and Kale are your favorite pals and make us feel good. That'll all, you know, that's where you can do that stuff. So please do it. And uh I- Above all else, if you like the show, please like it, share it with a friend. Um, go write us on iTunes, really helps us out. Currently, a five star rated podcast. Um, do all that stuff, you know, share the love. And uh, we're going to move over to plugs, uh, which I usually kick off. So if you want uh, more content from me, you can find me at loud underscore Pete on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can go check out my YouTube channel, Slack and Slash. That's Slack and Slash. Uh, we're also slack com uh, it's a video gaming channel where I host a podcast every Monday, we do let's plays on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, live streams and scripted shows on Wednesdays, um, it's a great time if you're a gamer and um, if you want to check out my writing and help me pay the bills you can go to cbr.com and search Pete and Bessie find all my list writing, I do one to two lists there a week um, like I said I'm working on one about kaijus this week I just put out one last week about why X-Men Evolution is the best X-Men cartoon and you can fight me in the
1: comments and they will as I've already seen. Oh,
0: they already are. Yeah,
1: as they've already. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I am going to plug my uh, comics company, as always, Panels Publishing. Uh, you can find us on Comixology, where coincidentally, although not really, uh, I have a book called From the Deep, which is about a, a, a kaiju monster called The Steward Worm destroying uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, it's what, one of the best things I've ever done because I've only done like three things. Um, so you should go buy that on Comicsology. Um, help me pay the bills. I'm hungry. Uh, support us. Uh, you can find uh, our website uh, is panelspublishing.com. Our web store is uh, selfie.com/slash panelspublishing. You find us on Facebook, Panels Publishing. No, Panels Comics. Uh, and then on Twitter is Panels Comics with an X. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at Toto Into. That's T O T O I N T O W.
0: Alright, guys, so thank you for joining us on this very special review episode of The Comics Pals. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>